In the name of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Tradition, tradition, Tevi says in the Broadway show, Fiddler on the Roof. Without our traditions, our lives would be as shaky as, as shaky as a fiddler on the roof. On this homecoming Sunday here at the Cathedral of St. Philip, I want to say one thing, the same thing. Tradition. Why go to church in this present age? Why go back to church? The answer is tradition. But first, a story. As many of you know, I take a retreat each summer, and I make my pilgrimage to the bush country of Ontario, Canada. It's very far off-road and full of trees and water and brush and bush. When I walk off the trails up there, I'm in twisted brambles and maple saplings and ferns and old thick layers of leaves and peat and lots of rock. Rocks and stones lay hidden everywhere. People ask what I do up there, and actually, I just do my chores. Everyday domestic routines are often a challenge up there. Here in Atlanta, we just turn on a switch for utilities like water and electricity. But up there, the power is out regularly as trees fall on the power lines in the bush. And every day we have to lug drinking water in jugs from another cabin that has a well. We have to fix septic systems and don't even mention things like internet. Television itself is almost outlawed. We spend our time fixing things and then fixing them again. Those are our chores. We do them daily. It's how we spend our time on what might truly be called a, a monastic type of retreat where all one does is work, eat, and pray. At least some of us pray. Well, one of my projects this year was to fashion cedar wood handles for some of our swinging screen doors. These screen doors are important. The bastion of our defense from the pesky mosquitoes. It was my intention to find some precisely curved cedar limbs out in the woods, trim and cut them the right way and have them serve as handles for the screen doors. So I set to work. I found my little 
handsaw. Granted, I'm not an expert carpenter, but up there I can pretend I'm a carpenter. I set to work, trimming and shaping the cedar handle with my little hand saw. But the saw kept catching and sticking so that it did more bending than cutting. In my usual impatience, I began to get frustrated, wondering why the saw was so dull, why it wouldn't cut. I thought it might even slip and wound me. I wondered how I could sharpen it better. But then I figured it out, as some of you true carpenters already realize. I was simply not supporting the major limb from which I was cutting the smaller branch. The larger limb kept slipping and sliding around, preventing my saw from cutting straight. So when I finally found a good position to stand on the major limb, thereby supporting the whole enterprise, well then the saw cut through just fine. All it needed was support. All the saw needed was a firm foundation from which to cut the branches, to prune the vines. Saws cut better. Tools work better when they are working with a firm foundation. Once I figured that out, my work went fine. And now there's some lovely curved cedar handles on the screen doors of our little cabin. We shut the doors tightly to keep out the mosquitoes. We open those doors easily and they lead us to heaven. That's part of my answer to the question, why go to church? because I want to stand on firm foundations. I call those foundations our tradition. We need tradition these days. The Christian church and the world needs good tradition. Have any of you ever flown a kite? What fun! The mere sight of a kite soaring and dipping and diving above us sets us free, doesn't it? We imagine that we are soaring too. It's thrilling to watch the flying freedom of a kite. But do you know how kites fly? Do you know what allows them to stay up in the air and not come tumbling down. It's the string. It's the string. Kites fly because they're on a string which is fixed somehow to the ground. Once you let go of the string, the kite comes tumbling down. This too is how I understand tradition. 
Our spirits love to fly. Our spirits love to soar. But our spirits also need to be attached to something if they're going to stay up in the air. Our spirits need tradition. Yes, people wonder, what can, what can church offer us during these changing times? What can the tired old church offer us? The frustrating, troublesome, stumbling church. The broken, mistake-prone church. Well, the church offers us a community of tradition that has stood many tests of floppy saws and untethered kites. The church has suffered through pandemic and disease before. The church has endured sin and mistakes before. But the church keeps telling an old story, an old story of grace and salvation that actually becomes new every time we tell it. The church gives us a foundation to which we tie the string of our kites, the string of our spirits. The church is that great cloud of witnesses that the letter to the Hebrews speaks of this morning the great cloud of witnesses of all sorts and conditions of people, but with one thing in common. The text says, they won strength out of weakness. Looking to Jesus, the perfecter, the pioneer and perfecter of our faith. A true Christian tradition ties us to that pioneer and perfecter, the origin and the goal. Pioneers and perfectors, they know how to change, how to change gracefully, and how to change tradition gracefully. It matters what tradition we are a part of. It matters which community of witnesses we want to be a part of. Some communities, sadly, spread disease and anxiety, fear and paranoia. Those diseases are contagious, aren't they? They can be destructive. And oh, what fear and isolation and even trauma we've known in the last two two years. I don't need to rehearse it this morning. We were so afraid of catching the virus that that fear took up residence in us. Many of us did not so much catch the virus, but we caught the fear. It was the fear and trauma that invaded our lives. That fear virus destroys us. It makes our hand saws break, and it brings our spirited kites crashing down to the ground. 
But other communities, good communities of witness and tradition, spread the amazing fruit of the Spirit, what Paul calls love, joy, peace, faithfulness, gentleness. These communities witnessed such grace even in the midst of disease. They won strength out of witness, weakness. The true Christian tradition teaches us that there are other realities that are contagious, not just illness that's contagious. Love, joy, peace, kindness, generosity are contagious, as St. Paul said. Those are the solid foundations that enable us to build good doors. Those are the graceful kite strings that allow our spirits to soar. We go to church in order to catch the good things that are contagious, the good life, to catch the good winds of life. The fruits of the Spirit lift us up. They give us life even in the midst of death. We go to church to find a tradition to stand on, to find a steady place where we can fly our spiritual kites. Good tradition ties us to good ground, good faith. Yes, by now we know that there are lots of things that are contagious in this world. Good Christianity is one of them. Good faith is contagious. Good love is contagious. Good tradition is contagious. We come to church to catch those kinds of things. God be with us. Amen.